KRXO FM and KRXO HD Oklahoma City. KRXO Claremore Tulsa, a product of Tyler Media, reaching over 1 million Oklahomans every week. Now, TotallyTickets.com presents the Franchise Oklahoma City Thunder First Take Post Game Show on 1077 The Franchise and 1079 The Franchise Tulsa. Holy underwear, guys! The Thunder did it! They finally beat the Boston Celtics! They did it! They did it! Bad Bird, they did it! They did it! You know who's not listening? Todd Lizenby. He's salty AF. <laughs> He's salty AF wherever he is. Oh my goodness. My what goodness. A, what a game, ladies and gentlemen and germs, but not in here because we're all Clorox and Lysol out. We legit just out. like Clorox the entire studio before the show started. Yes, as Madison Morris said, and that is Madison Morris. Hello. And I am. we are also joined by Matt Burton, our lovely, fateful producer. Hello, hello. Um, as Madison Morrison said... As we were uh, cleaning the studio. Not today, death. Not today, death. And that's what the Thunder said. Not today, Boston Celtics. We're not going to lose another, you know, last few possessions of the game type situation to you again. Not like last time where Marcus Smart made Shea Gillis Alexander sad. None of that. The Thunder defeat the Boston Celtics 105 to 104. In uber, uber dramatic fashion, they were down by many as 18 points with about a minute left in the second quarter, and the Thunder come all the way back. Uh, They trailed by 11. They cut that 18-point deficit in about a minute, like I said, uh, to 11 going into halftime. You could tell Chris Paul, Dennis Schroeder, and the boys were all fired up heading into the locker room, different mentality. And then the second half, it was a different ball game. It was close. It was a few possessions here and there, back and forth fair. The Thunder took the uh, took the lead in the fourth quarter a handful of times. They took the lead for what seemed like for good. Mm-hmm. And then Boston scored four quick points to take a one-point lead. Steven Adams gets two free throws, misses both of them. Chris Paul gets the rebound and then loses the ball. And then, oh my goodness, it looks like the Thunder are just going to choke it again, Madison. Yep. And then the Celtics, all they have to do is perform a simple inbounds play, and they're going to get intentionally fouled, hit your free throws, you go home with the win. And then Chris Paul, pesky old Chris Paul, traps Kimball Walker, and then Dennis Schroeder comes out of nowhere, pokes the ball away, probably got away with a foul. Uh, Yes. uh, Pokes the ball away, gets the steal, gets the layup, the Thunder are up for good, that's how they win it. Uh, not at the buzzer, of course. The Celtics, of course, had one more chance. They uh, didn't hit any. Jason Tatum hit a t- didn't hit a tough uh, fadeaway jumper over Chris Paul. That's how the game ended. Dennis Schroeder pretty much locked up six man of the year, right? Yeah, I mean, I would say so. That was incredible. And like Brady said, I'm pretty sure he got away with the foul on that. So uh, good for him. But honestly, guys, that entire second half of the game was so exciting. I thought this was a good game, and I kind of said this in the pregame show. Uh, I kind of knew this was going to be very competitive. I kind of called that it was going to be very close the entire time because I kind of put these, and I just said kind of five times in that entire sequence. I talked for too long on the that intro. No, oh my I just gosh. Couldn't, I couldn't stop. The Thunder just, they, they do no, that to me sometimes. I, yeah, and I'm not going to say kind of anymore because they didn't kind of. They definitely did this. You said it twice. I know, and it's driving me crazy, but... That was just, that was amazing. I thought the whole game, it was just competitive. Um, it was exciting to watch. It wasn't boring for a Sunday 5 o'clock game it in Boston. It was a playoff game. Yeah, it was very good because these two teams, they're pretty much on the same caliber in my opinion because, yeah, one's in the East, one's in the West. And the Boston Celtics, they're phenomenal. They're having a better season record-wise than the Thunder, obviously. But I, I kind of think that these two th- uh, these two teams have the same uh, talent level they have the same thing kind of going on for them and so that's that's exciting to watch when these two teams come together obviously the last time these two teams played it was very close one point game thunder lost and now it was the uh it was the opposite so revenge is ever so sweet thunder fans it is so sweet hey look everybody's happy right now everybody's excited i know that watch that game matt burton our producer is excited he just took a shirt off me matt i mean what is what happened what happened with this team that final minute of the second quarter, they're down 18. This is looking like a blowout. No Shea Gillis-Alexander this game. And then it's like the Thunder just said, all we are is just a few stops away from turning this thing around. Well, I took my shirt off, not only because I was excited, but it's also a million degrees It's also here. very hot. Also very hot in here, like it always is. But no, uh, this this was a good game. Dennis Schroeder. Dennis Schroeder. The guy. He's back. He's back to what we saw this entire, before the All-Star break, uh, before he started struggling a little bit these past couple games, apart from the Detroit game. Uh, he's back, 10 for 21, 
four seven from the free throw line, which uh, you know I'll give him I'll give him a pass because he was so good uh, everywhere else. Twenty seven points, clutch steal at the end. Uh, this was Dennis Schroeder and then Chris Paul. I mean, what can you say about the guy that we haven't already said? He's he's clutch. He is clutch, Paul. He's fantastic. This is such a fun team to watch. And no Shea Gilgis Alexander tonight. No Shea. I know. That's I'm, crazy that they be. I, I know the Celtics didn't have Jalen Brown as well. Uh, who's another? Who's another? Uh, it's a wash at that at that point. You right, know, yeah, no I mean, Shea, no Jalen Brown. Yeah. That's even. I mean, yeah, we can argue Jalen Brown's probably a better player at this point in their career, and in, in their careers. But uh, you know, Shea is very important for what the Thunder want to do. Obviously, he's their leading scorer. Not having him affected things, but I, I don't know. Like we'll get into this a little bit later. Um, maybe having a little bit more of an onus on Chris Paul to be assertive. And not having Shea out there to potentially take away from some scoring opportunities from Chris Paul. Maybe that helped the Thunder's cause out in just the short term. Long term, no, you you want Shea Gilgis Alexander back. But in the short term, sometimes I don't want to say that the Thunder won this game because they didn't have Shea Gilgis Alexander. But it's just something interesting because the last time, guys, that the Thunder played the Celtics, we all know how they ended up losing. And Madison, I remember Mm -hmm. telling you, this was a game that I wanted to see Chris Paul be a little bit more assertive, a little bit more forceful with the um with possessions in terms of him trying to score the basketball yeah. i think that game he had 17 points and i'm like if you're gonna try to beat a team like the boston celtics at home you got to have your guys basically go to work and 17 points i know chris paul does more than just score 17 points ain't gonna cut it yeah and that's exactly i think he pretty much took your advice uh to his head birdie because he was phenomenal tonight obviously he went over three from the three-point line but that's the kind of guy chris paul is Anywhere that he lacks, he makes up for in different areas because he went 10 of 10 from the free throw line, had 28 total points, 9 of 19 from the floor. Goodness. Chris Paul, he was just determined. He was out there orchestrating so well for these guys. He was setting them up. He was uh, especially kind of filling that void with Shea Gildas Alexander not being out there because he picked it up on the offensive end, and that's what you need when you're going to face the Boston Celtics because they have some great defensive pressure. They're really good when they're able to get hot from uh, pretty much anywhere because they took a crap ton of three-pointers tonight. It was just it was interesting to watch, and I love the way that Chris Paul is able to perform when he knows that hey, this is this is an important game. This is kind of a time that we need to go out there and prove ourselves. This is a uh, you know we we have a man down, but next man up, and so that's just been the mentality with this team. I've always been so impressed by the way that Chris Paul is able to come into these situations and take control, and that's what he did tonight. And I. That's exactly why they were successful. Yeah, uh, you talked about the three points, uh, three point opportunities for the Celtics. They took thirty seven of them. They hit thirteen of them, uh, which isn't awful from a percentage standpoint. Yeah. But I really feel like Boston. I could be wrong, Matt. I feel like Boston of those thirteen threes. I feel like ten of them were probably in that first half stretch where they ballooned their lead up to eighteen because they went through a they went through a stretch where they just could not miss. Yeah, and the Thunder were able to come back in part because the, you know they amped it up defensively. They got some very uh, they got timely stops. But Boston just went cold from the three-point line, and yet they still took them. Yeah, Grant Williams out there just going, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm just going to foul everybody, and then I'm going right. to shoot. <laughs> yeah, Thunder, like, they did the Jack Nicholson gift. Just, yes, please like, shoot yes. more, you fool. No, it's funny you mentioned that. I thought that was a great way to end the half. You know, you get down, Gordon Hayward hits the three to make it 63-45 with about a minute left. And you're like, okay, well, all Minute right, 03 we, left. I just like, found okay. it, yeah. Okay, here we go. You know, this... Yeah, this escalated quickly. You know, this really esca- <laughs> this really got out of hand fast. Yeah, and then the Thunder closed it out on a seven zero run to make it sixty three fifty two to end the half. I thought that was important, getting getting the momentum back uh, from Boston right before halftime and not letting it not letting it get ugly uh, in the first half, keeping it back in. I thought that was a really important stretch, and yeah, it helped that that Boston went cold. Um, but I mean, the Thunder started off shooting great. Yeah, and then. You know, they got caught. It was kind of like Hami made a three who normally doesn't. They, so they we were, were like, hitting some trash threes. So like we, were, some we were like one legged, you know, blindfolded. Some nonsense was going down. I mean, yes. I, th- I think the Thunder led in the first quarter like 28 20. Um, and the momentum was certainly on the Thunder side. And then they end up l- winning that first quarter just 29 26. Boston finished on a little bit of run. They carried over into the second quarter uh, where the Celtics outscored the Thunder 37 23. Mm-hmm. Now, again, it could have been a lot worse in that final minute if the Thunder don't make that stre- that run where I think Danilo Gallinari hits a three uh, to help them be down 11 in the first place, and then Chris Paul gets a big-time stop on Jason Tatum, who I don't know if y'all have been paying attention to Jason Tatum, uh, Thunder fans. Dude, ball's out. Over the last month. Basically, since he made the All-Star team, the dude's been playing at a... He's not going to win the MVP, but he's been playing at an MVP level, and Chris Paul was on him on probably two of the more important possessions defensively in this game. At the, end, the final possession of the first half, 
And then the final possession of the game, Chris Paul put the clamps down on Jason Tatum. So Chris Paul, just phenomenal game for him. And we already highlighted Dennis Schroeder with his uh, 27 uh, 27 points, excuse me, 34 minutes, six assists, two rebounds. And you you already mentioned the uh, the free throw shooting four or seven. He missed three free throws on one. You know he got fouled on a three point opportunity. He missed all three of them. Yikes! Goodness, goodness gracious! Come on, what are you doing, man? Now Danilo Gallinari, eighteen point six of seventeen. And you know I just wanted to mention this. He missed two huge wide open three point yeah. opportunities to probably to potentially blow the game open for the Thunder. About three or four minutes left in the game. It wasn't going to be a dagger by any means. Mm-hmm. But in a one-possession game where the Thunder were either trailing by one or leading by one, you hit you hit a three. Like, that's a momentum stealer on the road. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately for Danilo, they just didn't fall. But again, th- those are possessions that the Thunder want. Those are possessions that the Boston Celtics did not want to see. Yeah. Fortunately for the Celtics, they didn't fall. And then you've got uh, Terrence Ferguson st- stepping in for Shea Gillis. I was there in the starting lineup. Four points. Lou Dort, eight points. Steven Adams, 6.6 rebounds. Uh, Hamadou Diallo, three points. Abdul Nader, six points. And a career-high four blocks. Woo! Oh, my goodness. Well, now that I ran through everybody... Hey, he was cooking. Now that I ran through everybody and everybody knows all the numbers now, let's do the Thunder Player of the Game. Now, the Franchise Thunder Player of the Game, brought to you by Volkswagen of Edmond. Since I always piss everybody off... Yeah, and you, pick, that you do. And pick the player that somebody wants to pick... I'm going to let Matt Burton go first. All right. Give me Dennis Schroeder. Give me Dennis Schroeder. <laughs> and then Madison gets mad. No! <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I will take the blame. I it's will take fine. I can take it. I can take it. No, uh, Dennis Schroeder, like I said, 27 points. The guy, like you said, Brady, I mean, I, I, I thought he was sixth man of the year even before like these. It was these starting games. to slip I, I a little bit. Like Lou Williams, Montrez Harrell, they, they of course had. Um, a lot of opportunities to kind of get back into that race, especially this is the most important part of the year. This is the part where a lot of voters, unfortunately, really start to take like everything into consideration, even though this is a complete season-long award. It's not the final two-month award. <laughs> um, but Dennis Schroeder, you know, slipping a tad, but yes, this was like the Dennis Schroeder that we saw pr- prior to the All-Star break, like pr- pretty much every night. Yeah, my thing, my thing about uh, L- like Lou Williams against Dennis Schroeder for this award is like, okay, Lou Williams... He he's a great player. He's he's a starter. He he is a starter. Let's let's be honest, as we've said multiple times on here. But on a team with Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, okay, I mean he matters, but maybe matters. not as much as maybe not as much as Dennis Schroeder matters to the Thunder. It's a luxury. whenever the Thunder have a whenever the Thunder have a great game like to like today. It's usually because Dennis Schroeder plays well. Yeah, Dennis Schroeder is kind of the X factor for this team, and you saw it tonight and had a steal at the very end. Uh, against Kimball Walker that, I mean, I thought he got ball, guys. I thought he got all ball. <laughs> thought he punched the ball. I thought he punched Kimba right in the stomach. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, maybe on the follow-through, but no, he, he got the ball. I saw, I saw it with my to, own two eyes. He, he yeah. just ran up to Kimba. He was like, Guten Tag, Kimba. Give me the ball. Give me the ball. Going to end the game now. It's over. Everybody go home now. But yeah, no, Dennis Schroeder tonight. I mean, what more can you say about the guy? Yeah. He's my player of the game. Do I get to go next? Of course, Miss Madison. All right. So I am, well, my player of the game was then a shooter, but that's okay, Matt. I'm going to give that to not you. Not salty. You can have him as well. I'm, I'm Madison just said, salty. I don't care that mine's not movie quality. Yeah, exactly. No, I am actually going to give my player of the game to Chris Paul because I already kind of went on my tirade about how great I thought he was tonight, how great I think he's been all season. Uh, But guys, they started that third quarter on a 12-0 run, and that was pretty much led by Chris Paul because he just came out of those gates firing after halftime. And I mean, we've seen this team come out and they had nothing going for them in the third quarter, and that's why things would just end so poorly for them uh, at the final buzzer because they cannot come back out and match first half momentum or they couldn't match anything out there and it just looked so abysmal not tonight I thought that they did so well coming out of the gates because they were trailing pretty badly at halftime and it was just it didn't look good for them and I think every single Thunder fan was just thinking okay like how are they going to perform coming out of halftime that's going to be the big question and so they came out and they were just powerful and they were led by Chris Paul in that whole 12-0 run and so that kind of set them up to be in the position they were in. Yeah, it was super tight and super close the entire rest of the game. Hey, but that's kind of fun to watch. And at the final buzzer, if you're still on top, <laughs> then you're there doing you go, great. Man. Yeah, I got to throw in my dirty joke for the <laughs> night. I'm just kidding. No, no, no. But yeah, guys, I thought that was great. So Chris Paul, I've already read through all of his stats. Brady kind of did that as well. And so we all know that he was great. He was clutch as usual. So good for him. He's my player of the game. 
I guess I'm the tiebreaker on this one because I'm not going to go Danilo Gallinari here. Do I'm going to I'm going to go Chris Paul. Now, Dennis Schroeder, he made the play of the game. He made the play that we're all going to remember, like when the Thunder finally beat the Celtics for the first time in what, six up six tries. Yeah, um, it was the Dennis Schroeder steal layup. It, oh, steal by Schroeder. <laughs> Take that, Boston fans. I thought you were talking about the four point play. Um, but, yeah, but yeah, the steal that, is good. That too. is well, the steal is good. Too. Yeah. Was that in the good first stuff. quarter? When the Thunder, so. that, yeah, 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 that's yeah. when the Thunder were hitting the trash. No, the trash. No, but really, like you highlighted the twelve zero run to start the quarter on um, the third quarter off Madison. Obviously, very very important. But to me, a lot of what's been so awesome about Chris Paul this year with the Thunder is the cliches of like how great of a leader he is. But you could really see it when he made that final stop on Jason Tatum in the first half, and the Thunder went into the locker room down eleven, and they were a minute prior down 18 any team could have just walked into the locker room going okay now we're down 11 okay let's just keep going but Chris Paul just immediately slapped his hands together pointed at Dennis Schroeder pointed at Steven Adams and we're like come on guys we're right in this that little moment really highlights how great of a leader he is and how he can uplift an entire team around him without their leading score and Shake yeah. Alexander on the road against a team that is going to be fighting in the Eastern Conference for an NBA championship run, no question. Yes, they didn't have Jalen Brown either, but my goodness, like that—that that encapsulates how great Chris Paul has been. Um, like, because again, he had a clutch bucket l- late in the game to put the Thunder up, I believe, up a, a, a bucket. Yeah. The Celtics eventually took the lead back. He got that big rebound. He turned, um, didn't get the bucket on that end, but the trap of Kimball Walker that set up for Dennis Schroeder I mean all those plays and then of course the final possession of the game where he was on Jason Tatum once again forced him into a tough jumper that he wasn't able to hit mm-hmm. and the Celtics ran out of time I mean both ends of the floor Chris Paul player of the game in my opinion just smart like a lot of smart basketball out there was played and I feel like that's so entertaining to watch because we all knew coming into this Sunday matchup this was going to be a big game for them because obviously uh, they're doing pretty well on the road right now that's been awesome for them but I mean, just where they are right now and especially how Houston's doing. I think Thunder fans are really looking at every single team that's in the Western Conference standings as uh, postseason approaches. So this was big. This was a huge road win for them because this was going to be one of their toughest matchups in the next like couple of weeks. And so now that they can take this one, I feel like they have that fire to kind of push forward and keep going. Guys, we got a tweet from uh, Scott Vermeer. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. And this is like He's this a great, is like great listener, by the way. Hey, Scott. This, this is like some of the normal shows on the franchise. You can tweet us in; we'll, we will answer your questions and anything. But uh, he's he's kind of got a take here. Uh, I, I'm 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 leaning his direction. Uh, going out on a limb here, but I think the Thunder could beat the coronavirus in a seven game series right now. In my opinion, guys, who you got and why? Well, the Thunder or coronavirus? I'll tell you this right now: that would be a game where I wouldn't complain that the NBA would say no fans, no media. I'd be like, yes, yes, yes. thank you. We will watch it here. <laughs> I will watch it on TV. Thank you. We watch it here at Tyler Media. Well, we we can get the regular flu. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I enjoy I enjoy the uh, Tyler Media Here's watch parties. A, really quick before we get out of here for our first segment, lady and gentleman. Some potential stat cats. So this is per ESPN Stats and Info on Twitter. Most wins when trailing entering the fourth quarter this season. These are going to be my stat cats. It's okay. The Oklahoma City Thunder with 16 leading the NBA. Closest to them is the Jazz, or the Jazz and the 76ers with eight. The Thunder, 16 fourth quarter comebacks this season. The Thunder have also now won five games this season after trailing by at least 18 points. That's tied for the most by any team over the last 20 years. Woo! These are the Look at the dirt. Clutch Thundercats over here. And hey, also, also, oh my goodness, one more thing that could make Thunder fans happy because right now the Thunder with this win are 40 and 24. They are the sixth seed. Right above them is Houston at 39 and 23. And we'll talk about this uh, in the next segment. Uh, I'm going to tease that. That's professional. I'm going right to there. tease it. I'm going that, to tease it tease. around the association with Matt Burton coming up next. But oh my gosh, stick with it, Thunder fans, because you're going to be very happy about that. But yes, this is the Thunder First Take post game show. The Thunder defeat the Boston Celtics 105 104. Madison Morris, Matt Burton, Brady Trantham here. Stick with us on 107.7 The Franchise, 107.9 The Franchise in Tulsa. Burton with the beats. Let's get Madison pumped. I am pumped. This is just a random bumper. I didn't. Uh, you know. I like it. I don't even know what it is, no, but no, I made a I comment on to purpose, Brady so. that I like yeah, it. Yeah, I did it on purpose. It's all on purpose. It's all for a greater cause. Just like the Thunder won on purpose tonight. It did. Yeah, they were like, nah, not again, Boston. It's a nine. 105-104, the Thunder win in uber dramatic fashion because they're like, you know what? 
That's how you start off your week. That is. Is by losing five years off your life if you're a Thunder fan. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. That Dennis, that Dennis Steele was revenge for last for last game. It, was. <laughs> just, it just straight up for looked Shea. like he punched him in the stomach. <laughs> it was for Shay. said nine. I take like, boom. Ah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Goodness. I love basketball. This game had everything. It so had physical. dramatics. It had a coach's challenge that was successful. It had a four-point play. I thought Nerlens Noel got killed at one point. Yeah, it had a Dennis Schroeder missing three free throws on a one free throw shooting opportunity. <laughs> Just everything. It, this day has had everything. Mm. I mean, a little peel behind the curtain real quick. I think mm. we're a, Matt Burton, Madison Morris, Brady Trantham here on the Thunder First Take Post Game Show. We're all a little sore. Yes. Uh, we all had a little flag football game earlier today with some other fellow franchisers. Um, we're not going to get into the uh, specifics of the game, but... But I sucked. Uh, no, Madison. I did. At, at least you got to play the whole game. Old boy over here had to uh, <laughs> sit out for 45 minutes because, yep, pulled a groin. Done. I, need you, I, I need you to wear a Letterman jacket. <laughs> and get crutches for the next game and be Lance Harbor oh, from yes. from Varsity Blues. Yeah. No, yeah, from Varsity Blues. That's what's gonna happen. I'll just bring a clipboard out there. Get a headset and do a little hook and ladder. Yeah, ladder. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll have a clipboard that. and like, what's the play? And I'm like, oh, I'm just drawing, drawing <laughs> <laughs> stick figures. I'm just doodling. Yeah, and what? then Patrick is John Moxon. He came in. He came yes. in. Started at quarterback. Yeah, Patrick did well, came, did well. He played well in a reserve role. Sam Mays, of course, was our uh, he was our second string quarterback. Uh, did he th- he threw a touchdown? Didn't he? Did he lead a scoring drive? To me, yes, yes. Matt Burton was like the him. Matt Burton, Derek Parker, players of the game. Derek Parker is the Julian Eldman of the team. Make yep. and for all the reasons that you're, if you know what Derek Parker looks like, if you know who he is, you know why I just said that. <laughs> And we're not going to get into that, but what we are about to get into, I teased it in the previous segment, the Thunder with this win, 40 and 24. They are the sixth seed currently. And when I say currently, I mean exactly right now, this moment, because right now there is a game going on that it's probably over, but Burton, take us around the association. Let's get right to that one. Let's go around the association for an NBA scoreboard update. Brought to you by Oklahoma Operation Lifesaver. You didn't want me to start off with the Nets and Bulls? Wow. I mean, if you want to. Chisholm Holland might be listening. He's a very loyal Chicago Bulls. (laughs) Very, very loyal. Uh, The Houston Rockets are hosting the Orlando Magic. They're hosting. They're hosting. The Orlando Magic tonight, and they are down 115. <laughs> oh, no! 115 to 90. Oh, dear. With seven minutes left in the fourth. And it's like, Brutal. it's like James Harden, you're you're accustomed to Houston like nightlife and Houston strip club scene. This shouldn't happen to you. Yeah, you should have been prepared for this. They just got destroyed by Charlotte last night. Mm-hmm. And now they're probably going, well, you know, they're... They're down twenty five. There's with a seven minutes amount left. Of time left. And unless you're looking at it, you would not be able to guess who the leading scorer is for the Orlando Magic. It is DJ Augustine, former Thunder. DJ Augustine with twenty four points, what leading the way uh, for the Orlando Magic. Yes. So Thunder fans, if you're still not quite paying attention, don't worry. If the Ro- if this lead holds up, the Rockets lose. The Thunder tomorrow will be the fifth seed. Exciting stuff. Fifth seed. All right, now I'm going to go to the game everyone was wanting to hear about. The Chisholm Bulls. Holland is The excited. Bulls and Nets, yes. No, the Nets hosted uh, the Chicago Bulls after firing Kenny Atkinson. And they get a win. 110 to 107. Uh, Otto Porter Jr. led the way with 23 for the Bulls. And Spencer Dinwiddie, 24 for the Brooklyn Nets. Who stepped in for old Kenny? That's a good you question. Know, I, that is I, a very I don't question. know who stepped in. Hey, whoever did it, <laughs> it give, was, sign him. It was... Got the win. It was Dyrie Durvin. (laughs) I'm not Kyrie Irving. It was Devin Durant. (laughs) Then the big game, the big game today in the Western Conference, the Clippers, in hand quotes, hosted the Lakers. They had to travel (laughs) so far for this one. So far, you know they don't. They don't take it take it into account that much. You know all the travel for the Lakers. I know they're they're potentially excited about. You know, maybe getting the form and having their own arena, but won't they get a little bit annoyed that when they play each other, like we actually have to like travel? We now. have to go somewhere else. We have now. to like yeah. go through traffic. This is annoying. I think it's kind of cool that they share the same arena. They just, I'm, I'm sure that arena staff hates it because they're picking up and tearing down and putting back together all the time. But hey, it's kind of cool. But the, uh, the Lakers get the win, one twelve to one oh three. Anthony Davis thirty points. LeBron twenty eight points, nine assists, seven rebounds. Avery Bradley. 
with 24 points. Avery Bradley picked up a technical foul in the first three minutes of this game. If anyone did not get to watch it and wants to know how this game went, that's how it went. And some it guy was amazing. That, some guy that used to play at Oklahoma City had 31 uh, to lead the way for the Clippers. Ah, oh, he's Paul. he's kind of good. He's kind of good. Not bad. He's not bad, especially Paul. when he's not hurt. Not bad. He's got two first names though, so he has good shoulders <laughs> now. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, so does the Thunder's point guard right now. Yeah, two first names. But I actually, you know, Chris. Paul. I like him now. Clutch is a last name. <laughs> <laughs> Cliff is a good name. Uh, the New Orleans Pelicans went up to Minnesota and got the victory over the Timberwolves. Uh, Drew Holiday with thirty-seven points, eight assists, and nine boards. Hey, the Pelicans are on a tear right now. They are. I know everyone. I know everyone wants to know. Zion had twenty three points, seven rebounds. Yes, I was flaunching at the bit for that. See that one. full court law from Lonzo to Zion. That's just stupid, man. And then Zion <laughs> Jerry picked and got a windmill today. It was great. <laughs> it's going to get so many views on Instagram later. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, Phoenix Suns uh, took down the Milwaukee Bucks in Phoenix today, one forty to one thirty one. What? No defense being played. Of course, Giannis. Antetokounmpo did not play tonight, but Chris Milton had 39 points uh, for the Bucks and Devin Booker, 36. Ricky Rubio with a triple-double today, 25 points, 12 assists, and 13 boards. <sighs> Ricky Rubio. I can't take him seriously. He looks like a miniature Steven Adams. Steve, Russell Westbrook took him seriously a few, like a few years <laughs> yeah. ago, I don't know if you recall. <laughs> oh, I well, recall. he didn't, and that was the problem. It, it, that it was, was the problem. It was a debacle. <laughs> I, see, I enjoy that. Everyone knows that I enjoy a good sports fight, and so the fact that Russell and Ricky got into it, If I they would it. have literally fought, I wouldn't make fun of it like two years later, but... but it was just, what was a weirder, more... It was like playground like, banter. What was a weirder, inter, like, altercations... Was it was, was it some, Paul George and was, Joe Ingles or Russell Westbrook? No, there was Ricky some Rubio. weird scrub dude whose name I can't remember that Russell would get in a fight with all the time from Memphis. Do you know who I'm talking about? No, it wasn't Dylan Brooks. It, oh, was it during their playoff runs and all that? Good no, stuff? no, no, no. This was this was this was Russell Westbrook MVP like oh okay season on okay yeah no I have no, I have idea. no idea cannot remember no idea but anyways. Anyways, a uh, couple more games in progress right now. The Wizards are on top of the Heat right now in Washington, eighty to seventy-five. Sorry, Brady. Aw, sorry. Uh, yeah, that's okay. Oh uh, well. Well, give Duncan Robinson the max. Be all right. Shabazz Napier leading the way uh, with twenty-four points for the Wizards. Shabazz Napier. What a guy. Le- man, LeBron's best friend for <laughs> for like five minutes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the. Uh, uh, another another game just under six minutes left in the fourth quarter. Dallas Mavericks are hosting the Indiana Pacers and are up one uh, one hundred two to one hundred. Demontis Sabonis eighteen points, seventeen seventeen rebounds. Former Thunder great, yes. Luka Doncic thirty three points, seven assists, seven boards. Porzingis Porzingis has been on a tear lately. Uh, nine points right now. Oh, eh. the zinger, the zinger. Ew. Poor God. <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> um, the Cavaliers are on top of the Spurs right now, 60-55 to in Cleveland. Got uh, The third quarter just started on that one. And the Knicks are hosting the Pistons tonight and are winning 65-61 to with four minutes left in the third. And tonight, uh, about to start here in a couple minutes, the Kings are hosting the Raptors. There's a lot of games being played tonight. A lot of games. What was that, like 11? I don't know. I can't count that. Madison just said basically, like, I don't like when Matt gets to talk all the time. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was, I'm just like listening to Matt, like, list off all these games. I'm like, good God. There's a ton of games being played right now. You can do the segment if you want to. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Where, where in this segment did you guys get that I was jealous of Matt having talk time? Um, Right then. You said it with your face, Madison. No, no, I just wanted to have input so we could like all, you know, feed off of each body other. Body language. It was more body language. Oh, now I'm Madison. slumped over my microphone right now. Now, I don't. Ma- exactly. now Madison wants to feed off of us. She is a vampire confirmed. <laughs> Run, Matt Burton. Save yourself. A Russian I'll vampire. I'll hold her back. I can only see Jacob anyways. Wow. So, <laughs> I, me too. Thankfully, actually. I brought some garlic. Anyway, so. <laughs> what? Was that all the games, Mr. Burton? That was all the games. That, and that, that that's all the games. Was yep. around the association. That, that, oh. That's around the association. <laughs> Look at Madison hijacking things. I'm wow. sorry. I had to. I oh, had to. Of course. Wow. I'm well, sorry. Well, the game that everybody cares about, the Thunder, beating the Celtics for the first time in what seems like a long, long time. 105-104, dramatics. They were down 18 at one point in the second quarter with a minute and three seconds left. Gordon Hayward hit a three, and it's just like, wow. 
this is going to be this is going to be a beatdown. Yeah, this could kind of remind me for about five seconds. It reminded me of the Milwaukee game because the Thunder they kind of were in that game in the first quarter and they got down to within three, I believe, like around the four or the three minute mark of the second quarter, and then the game just got out of hand and they never were able to rebound or come back from that. But then they go on a quick little run, get the lead down to 11, make some key defensive stops. Chris Paul fired up, team fired up going into the locker room, and then Madison, big 12-0 run to start off the second half. Yeah, no, good good start to the second half because I think that's really kind of what pulled the Thunder back into this game. And you're probably thinking, oh, well, obviously. But no, like in all seriousness, Chris Paul came out firing. Dennis Schroeder, when he was able to get back on the floor, he looked good. That's so big for this Thunder team just because they did have really bad third quarters kind of earlier on in the season and every single Thunder fan knows exactly how that game would end. It would either end in a claw fight into an overtime or the Thunder would just drop it because they could not get themselves back in this game. And so when you come out of halftime and you're able to match a team who's just pretty much was able to hit pretty like everything that they put up to uh, go into halftime. That's awesome because you're going to have to match the energy that the Boston Celtics are bringing. They have a lot of wicked, crazy talent. They don't necessarily have a bench unit, but I mean, they they keep their starters out there a lot. And I mean, those guys were hitting pretty much everything because Marcus Smart went crazy. Jason Tatum was getting up all of his shots. Kemba Walker kind of trailed off towards the end of the game, but he started off real hot. And so, yeah, I mean, when you have guys that are able to do stuff like that, coming out of halftime and really uh, hitting your shots, finding your guys and utilizing all, all of your strengths, that's going to be key for them. And so I I really do think that's what made this a game because Brady, I completely agree with you. Obviously, the Celtics got up to that 18-point lead at one time. And I was like, man, like the Thunder, they looked great in the first quarter, but this is just going to be a beat down the rest of the way. Thunder fans are not going to enjoy this. And how can they allow Boston to do this to them? Like, this is just crazy. But no, they, I thought that they did such a good job just finding their strengths, kind of calming back down, but also picking up the energy a lot. And so that was key for them. And uh, that's why they were successful today. Yeah. And, you know, like a good Thunder coverage partner that I am to you, I was listening to you on the pregame show that hey. you did with John Hamm and Dave Garrett. One of the things that you talked about was just the Boston bench against the Thunder's bench. Yeah. And at the time, you you said, and this is probably true regardless, Thunder's bench probably a little bit more consistent than Boston's bench. At the time, we didn't know if Terrence Ferguson or Dennis Schroeder was going to start. And if Dennis Schroeder was going to start, it's like, oh, that kind of shifts that. But fortunately for you, Terrence Ferguson got the start. Dennis Schroeder still remained off the bench. Here is the scoring off the bench for the Boston Celtics. Romeo Langford had six points. Wanamaker had two points. Grant Williams had three points. Williams had six points. Nothing. Nothing. The Boston Celtics got nothing off the bench today. Yeah, no. They do not have a bench unit at all. And look, like outside of Dennis Schroeder, like, you know, the Thunder didn't really have a, like Nerl's Noel didn't have like a 10 or a 12 point, you know, performance like he would typically have um, when we highlight the bench for the Oklahoma City Thunder. But he still made plays. Abdul Nader had a career high four blocks. And one of them was, I think, late third quarter, early fourth quarter. And it was it was a great block on Jason Taylor. He made the right adjustment, came from his uh, came from Jason's backside, couldn't see him, came over clean block didn't touch him and they got the thunder got out in the fast break and i believe lou dort finished it on the rent uh, on the other end going coast to coast so mm-hmm. you got contributions from everybody and when you're going on the road burton um again on in boston without your leading score and shea gills alexander you have to have every little player make every little contribution they can hamadou diallo like you said had a big three to start the game off and just that just kind of gets the ball rolling for everybody and then it sets up for your Chris Pauls and for your Dennis Schroeders to make the winning time plays. Yes, exactly. And in winning time, we were well. I was I was pretty much screaming it uh, at the TV, like be, be selfish, be selfish, be selfish. Yeah. Like I, I want you to be selfish in these situations. And you saw Chris Paul; he was assertive. He was, and and then uh, he was being selfish on defense too, like saying, no, "I want Jason Tatum. Yeah. I know they're going to give the give the ball to Jason Tatum. I want to check him right now." And uh, and he did. And another thing too. Last game against when the Celtics were here, uh, Daniel Tice was kind of the X factor for the Celtics in that one. And I went back to look at the box score on that one: thirteen points, eleven rebounds for Daniel Tice. Five of those offensive rebounds tonight. He was he was not doing anything. Eleven points, five boards, only one offensive rebound. I mean, they they kind of shut down all the other guys and let 
Let uh, you know, Gordon Hayward had 24, which mm. I, it didn't feel like he had 24. They were quiet. No. They were very, very quiet. quiet. And then the first half, too. It's all the more interesting because you look at the paint scoring. Oklahoma City got outscored in the paint 36 to 18. And a lot of that might be just because, you know, you don't have Shea Gillis Alexander where a lot of his scoring comes, you know, from driving into the paint using the English off the glass. Um, so that, of course, affected it. Steven Adams just didn't really, they didn't really go to him that much. He didn't really have that many opportunities. And little. I don't want to say passive, but th- that that opportunity where he eventually got fouled late in the game, had the chance to either tie or take the lead um, with either free throw. He missed both of them. <laughs> yeah, just the Thunder just didn't have it from a physical standpoint, at least. And maybe it's just kind of a bad matchup with Daniel Tyson. I mean, like, yeah, five points. And he didn't get that fifth point until um, about 20 seconds left in the fourth quarter that helped the Celtics kind of come back from their deficit. Um, but maybe that's just from a physical standpoint, Boston may just have, might just have the edge there. Yeah, I mean, we talked about Daniel Tice a lot in the pregame show, and that was kind of uh, someone that we highlighted because exactly what you said, Matt, he was a big key component for them in that win earlier on here in Oklahoma City because he was just able to really take care of guys like Steven Adams, guys like Nerlens Noel, and that was not the case tonight at all. So my key to the game before this game even started, I said they're going to have to find the strengths that Boston brings to the floor and shut them down immediately. And they did a good job of that. They must have heard me. So uh, no, I'm just kidding. But Steven Adams, I thought he did a really good job. Not He didn't like score a ton tonight, but hey, that is okay because he was really putting a lot of pressure there in the paint. Uh, I kind of thought he posed really good um, defensive pressure just on all sides of the floor like that was just great for him and so yeah it was just different contributions from different guys like Brady said earlier and I I mean if you're able to shut down what they're really good at kind of off the bat I mean it kind of comes down to that confidence factor too and I think Boston they they had it at times obviously in that second quarter when they went up so much but I mean they diminished it so fast because the Thunder they were able to put the clamps down and that was that was good on their part and also uh, I have to chime in here. Uh, my dad, thank you for listening. Uh, Hi, Papa text- Burton. Papa Burton. Us, Papa Burton. Thanks for listening, Papa. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I've got the black lung, Papa. That's so weird. <laughs> uh, Jacques Vaughn is the interim for the Nets. Kansas oh. legend. Ah, Jacques Vaughn. Jayhawks. Now, remember, Ky- Kyrie Irving wants Ty Lue. He does, yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'll have fun with that. Good luck. 107.7 The Franchise, 107.9 The Franchise in Tulsa. Matt Burton, producer, Madison Morris, super talent, Brady Trantham, a simpleton who uh, just walked in because the door was open. A tremendous slouch. Yes. Yeah, I'm slouching right now. I need to fix my posture. The Thunder defeat the Boston Celtics 105-104 to in the TD Garden. Dramatic fashion, fun fashion. We'll get into more of the, the, the late heroics once again because, you know what, it's fun to talk about. Either... In my opinion, a colossal choke or a colossal come from behind victory with some dramatic flair. Very, very enjoyable to talk about. But stick with us. You got one more segment with us here on 107.7 The Franchise, 107.9 The Franchise in Tulsa. Yeah, 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 Madison. Yes! She, like, begged. Go, go ahead and explain it. She begged for this song. This is only appropriate. You represent Tyler Media, by the way, and you're throwing this number out there. I don't speak this language, but that was beautiful. Sail! Beautiful. Sail. Come sail, sail, away. Away. sail away. Sail away. Sail away. And those are all the songs that I know that have the word sail in it. <laughs> Y'all, that, that went so hard. That was so good. Did it? Yeah, it's only appropriate because the Thunder just beat the Celtics. So, you know, you got to oh, play the Celtic win. Oh, yes, they did beat them there, Celtics. They did. Those those Druids. I loved it. I loved it. I'm yeah. going to listen to that song on the way home. They built Stonehenge, you know. 105 to 104, the Thunder win in, uh, is it Beantown? Is that what Boston is? Yes. It, okay. What? Isn't that where they had like a tea party or something? Oh, they did Some have a tea party. Some sort of tea party or something. Madison, something like that. do you ever have a tea party? Nope. I don't like tea. Oh. So no tea parties for you me. Know, you know Mr. Matt Burton, who's our producer. I have sweet tea party. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, good one. Yeah. Um, Matt Burton is our producer. Madison Morris, the talent. And I am Brady Trantham. You can follow us on Twitter at Matt underscore Burton 22. At M-A-D-Y-S-S-O-N. Yee. Morris. Madison Morris on Twitter. And then me at Brady Does Sports. And you can also listen to this here wonderful show because I know some people might be cutting in right now and going, man, these guys are awesome. I like when the Thunder win. Where can I listen to them again? 
Matt, I'm going to let you take the reins because you've, you've basically become the third horseman on the OKC82 podcast. The OKC82 podcast, you can find it on Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, uh, Apple. Apple Podcasts. Apple, yes, yes, Apple Podcasts. In, basically, anywhere you can listen to podcasts, Look you can him. find Look at you. the OKC82 podcast that you can. with Brady and Madison and sometimes myself. Yes. It's the post-game show. After every single Thunder game, home or away, we're either in studio or we're at Flint having a good time. We'll be in Flint on Wednesday. Is it Wednesday night or Tuesday night? Uh, Wednesday night. Wednesday night against the Utah Yaz. The Utah Yaz. They're coming to town. That's going to be a big game, especially if the Rockets do drop this one to the Magic. And you know what? They did. The Orlando Magic won 126-106. to So, Thunder fans. Yeesh. Welcome to the fifth seed. You are now the fifth seed. Yeah! And you've got Utah with a half-game lead over the Thunder for the fourth seed. So Wednesday night's game, huge! Huge. It's going to be huge. Well, tonight's win, you know, interesting because of a lot of things. The Celtics had a winning streak over the Thunder. I cannot remember. I I need to look it up because I've said it. I brought it up multiple times this show, and I don't know if it's five or six. I believe they haven't won in three years. Yeah, I think that I think that might be true. Sounds right. Um, I feel like basically once Kevin Durant left, the Thunder just could not beat Mar- uh, Marcus Smart mm-hmm. or the Celtics. So that's interesting. No Shea Gillis Alexander as well, and that kind of prompted Chris Paul to basically write everybody's headline for tonight in the post game scrum. Mister Burton, Kemba, he was right there. What's to say about your team to win this without Shea today? Uh. I said in the locker room after the game, headlines, SGA out, Thunder Roll. You know what I mean? <laughs> Sounds good to me. I <laughs> got <laughs> oh, oh, Shade thrown. There, there is some Ewing theory in play. No Shea Gills, Alexander Thunder get perhaps their biggest road win of the year. Hey. I'm just saying. Just saying. Shea Gills, Alexander comes in. The Thunder lose by 25. Maybe. You never know. Nah. Thunder lost last time to the Celtics with him. So Yeah, and Shea had the biggest. <laughs> he had a great game. He had a great game. Shea, minus Shea had minus gr- that turnover. Yeah, the, the clutch, the opposite, the opposite of a clutch play. So I guess the choke play, it was more of a better play by Marcus Smart with the steal. Yeah. But man, no, it have been it would have been interesting. Like I was excited going into this game. Like if the Thunder and the Celtics kind of found themselves in a similar situation late in the game. Assuming Shea Gillis Alexander plays because the right hip, he was out with the right hip contusion. You know, this is new. We didn't know about this coming into the day. Mm-hmm. I was really interested to see if Shea brought over some lessons from that game, but we didn't get to see it. We got to see Chris Paul, Dennis Schroeder, and the boys take it home. Yeah, no, it was it was really awesome. And sorry, I was kind of dazed off watching this uh, Kings and Raptors game. No, I know I'm boring. It's okay. No, 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 no you were. No, great. it's just the Kings and Raptors are that entertaining. Yeah, they're that entertaining. Uh... No, I mean like <laughs> this kind of says a lot about this team, just because exactly what Chris Paul said. This team, they were really able to show out. Brady, stop distracting me. And they were able to come in and really show out, even without Shea. And you know, Shea has been so valuable to this team. Obviously. It's his first year here in Oklahoma City, and he's already made his mark because he's going to be here for a while. And I think people are very curious to see uh, this team kind of grow around him. But it's kind of nice for Thunder fans to see like how this team is able to evolve and develop out there, especially on a tough road game in Boston without him like without him out there so that's that that really says a lot about them because Gallo had a big game Steven Adams he really took care of the boards and kind of took care of the paint and then uh Chris Paul and Dennis Schroeder they're just oh man they were so good and so yeah especially if they can just kind of shut down Boston and what they're good at hey that's good because you can't always rely on these guys to come out and have great games Shea Gilds Alexander he hasn't always been you know this elite scorer for this team he's had a couple of games this season where he's dipped and he hasn't been super present on the offensive end but if this team, they want to be someone who can make it real far in the postseason, they're going to have to get out there and prove that, hey, we can be really good, not just shooting the ball and putting the ball through the hoop, but we can also uh, shut down other teams and kind of um, just be a good presence on defense. And that's what the Thunder did tonight. Yeah, and it was, like like we said a little bit earlier, complete and utter team effort. I mean, regardless of the fact that you have guys that have – you know, the scoring wasn't, isn't very balanced when you look around. I mean, you've got Danilo Gallinari in double figures, Chris Paul double figures, uh, Dennis Schroeder double figures, everybody else just kind of chipped in here and there. But just so many, just so many things. And, you know, I, I really want to highlight the bench once again. 41 point scoring. Uh, I believe Boston had 17 off the bench. 
Um, but in addition to the scoring off the bench, you have 15 rebounds total. You've got four blocks, and those were all to uh, Abdul Nader, which I know Papa Burton was very happy about to see that. You know, that's his boy. That's um, his guy. You got yep. seven assists. You know, just so many contributions off the bench. And look, are the Thunder going to go far? Are they, are, do they have as high as the ceiling as the Boston Celtics? No. Would it be fun to see a potential Thunder Celtics? Obviously, that would be the finals. Like, that's not going to happen. I'd have fun. Yeah, I'd but, have fun. I mean, these are two teams that play each other very well. They play each other very hard. It's an entertaining game, no doubt. The Thunder have another huge game, like we already highlighted. Four seeds up for grabs right there with the Utah Jazz sitting at number four. Currently, on Wednesday night in Oklahoma City. Do the Thunder have a high ceiling in the postseason? Probably not. But this is a team that when nine times out of ten, because I know Milwaukee's kind of still fresh in everybody's mind. Mm-hmm. Nine times out of ten, when they're up against it, when they've got a roster as their opponent that's more talented than them, they bring it. They rarely beat themselves. And it's it's just a breath of fresh air to watch. Yeah, no, I completely agree. And it has been a breath of fresh air to watch games like this because, yeah, that Clippers game was bad, the Bucks game was bad, but if you have a team that can overcome losses like that and they can really perform at a high level going forward, hey, this is crunch time right now. Like, every single win is going to matter, especially these big road games because, I mean, we say this pretty much every single show we do. There's not a single road game in this league that's going to be considered doable or easy because anyone can perform at any kind of level at any time because... This league is full of really great and talented guys, and anyone can show out any night. And so if the Thunder can go to Boston, a really hard place to play, and I, I kind of saw from a few of the pictures that different media members were putting on Twitter, that place was packed. And so Boston definitely had a lot of energy coming from them, and the Thunder still took care of business. So, hey, that that's really good on their part. Here's a good little stat from our very own Derek Parker, Mr. Julian Elman. Through 64 games... Last year, Oklahoma City, thirty-nine and twenty-five. This year, they're forty and twenty-four. Wow! Is that something you truly hate to see, or do you love to see it? You love to see that. You love to see that, but do you hate to see it for the Oklahoma City Thunder of last year? With no. MVP candidate Paul George, Russell Westbrook, really filling in as the number two guy, accepting that role. Jeremy Grant becoming a guy. Last year doesn't matter anymore. Yeah, time is a flat <laughs> circle, man. <laughs> Time is no, you love you love to see it 40 and 24 after in a year that they were their over under was 32 and a half wins total it's great it's great to see it really quick is this team it's good to see it is this team gonna win 50 games well they have 10 more to win uh it's doable i they, think that they could do i think they left? will yes no. sorry sorry Madison. yeah they had 19 left coming no, in you're fine, tonight. You're fine. 18 left from now on yeah they've got the jazz they've got uh, Denver, I believe, twice. They've mm-hmm. got the LA teams twice, right? Yeah, yeah. They've got a back-to-back against the Clippers and the Lakers. So they still, yeah, they've got plenty of tough roads ahead. But you know, a lot of I think we talked about in the pregame show Friday night. A lot of like I didn't think they were going to win fifty games. I thought they were going to go right at forty-nine. And a lot of it was just because of all those tough games. I did not think they were going to win this one. Now they could turn around on Wednesday and lose that one, but. You like your chances much better now that you got the tougher game, the road game out of the way. Yeah. You like your chances, but, you know, this team off of a few days rest is a little bit different than a team that's just kind of boom, 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 boom going. So, yeah. But no, if you're a Thunder fan, you're you're sitting pretty right now. 50 wins is very, very realistic. And even potentially hosting a first round matchup, very, very realistic. Yeah. It's incredible. This team. Incredible. This team is fun to watch. This they're team is fun, fun to cover. Uh, they're interesting, but. With that, let's take it right to that there stat cat. Cover your ears in three, two, one. What's new, pussycat? Whoa, 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 whoa. What's new, pussycat? Whoa, 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 whoa. Well, Matt Burton went first last time, so Matt goes. It's only right that I go first again. I knew you were going to do that. Madison had such a big smile. So the last five games. Against the Bucks and Clippers, the Thunder shot 17% against the Bucks from three. They shot 30% against the Clippers from three. Against the Pistons, Knicks, and Celtics, they shot it 40% from three. Wow. Team, hey, what do you know? Shoot better from three point, it happens. Anyway. And, and that's what happens. No, I, I thought after the Knicks game, uh, I said that I thought they would lose against the Celtics and the Jazz in these next upcoming games because... I mean, the Bucks, Clippers, like you said, still fresh on my mind. 
it was still fresh on my mind. And then the Pistons game uh, didn't really wasn't really an ex- inspiring effort. It was a it was a game you should have won and you did win. It wasn't really an inspiring effort. You can't tell anything from the Knicks because they're terrible and that the Thunder did what they were supposed to do. So I was worried coming into this game. But, hey, shoot it like that despite Gallinari not even shooting it well. Hey. Hey. More power, too. That's my stack hat. That's a good one. Madison. My stack hat. I don't even know if you can consider this a stat. It's more like a number, but it's going to be mine anyway. And my stack hat is 8.5. Anyone want to guess what that is? Is that your shoe the size? Richter scale? I mean, I, I can fit into an 8.5, yes. Oh! But I wear a 9. Oh. Anyway, my stack hat is 8.5 because that is the amount of time that was left to hold Boston from either taking the... Well, it was a one-point game. They would have taken the lead. And so that could have been a buzzer beater. And I thought that the defensive pressure that Oklahoma City uh, was able to give in 8.5 seconds was phenomenal because I said to both of you guys as Jason Tatum was taking that last fadeaway shot. pointing at us. Yeah, I am pointing. I said, hey, that's good. That's game right there. He's going to make it. He didn't, and the Thunder walked away with the win. So, honestly, whether it be like two minutes or 8.5 seconds, if you can put some really good defensive pressure on a good team like that, especially shut down guys like Jason Tatum, you're going to win a game. So, that's my stat cat. That was delicious. My stat cat, 16. Anybody know? Anybody? Anybody? I was going to say Snoop. The Thunder are now a season-high 16 games over 500. Hey! My goodness. goodness. The team was 5-10 and 10 at one point. Yeah. 5-10. and 10. Seems like so long ago. So, <laughs> and then so since long. then, they still have the second-best record in the NBA since then? Since their 5-10 and 10 start? Was well, that behind Yes, Milwaukee? because thankfully a 47-point defeat only counts as one loss. That's very true. No, just very true. one loss. Oh, boy. Good stuff. <laughs> yeah. Well, everybody, that's that's going to do it That'll for us. That'll do it. That'll do it for us. I'm still a little shocked the Thunder came back and won. I am, too. Down 18 at one point with a minute to go in the second quarter. Cut it to 11. 12-0 run to start the third. Back and forth affair. Take the lead late. Lose the lead. Steal it right back. Dennis Schroeder, Chris Paul fun. trap. Dennis Schroeder layup. Eight seconds left. And then Chris Paul put the clamps on Jason Tatum. Nay, 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 Chris Paul says to you, Boston. Sorry, Todd Lizenby. Bye, and Boston. Sh- and shout out Nathan McCollum, loyal listener, great yeah, follower sorry, on sorry, Twitter. Nathan. Big time Boston fan. Not tonight, my friend. Yikes. And Dylan. Not sorry to Dylan. Oh, and Dylan. Well, Dylan, yeah, Dylan's fine. He'll be fine. Dylan's a Boston fan? Yep. I didn't know that. Yeah. Hmm. Cool. He, Larry, Sorry, Dylan. Larry Joe Bird. By God, he's best best <laughs> basketball player ever. Play, Mr. Larry Bird. And that's my Dylan Buckingham impression because that's exactly how Dylan that's Buckingham exactly sounds. How it sounds. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly it. Shout out, D Buck. Anyway, everybody, thank you so so much for tuning into 107.7 The Franchise, 107.9 The Franchise in Tulsa. And once again, please subscribe to the OKC82 podcast if you're just ke- um, checking in right now. You want to listen to the whole post game show? It'll be up in the next 20 minutes or so. Uh, thank you once again to Matt Burton, our Always, always producer, our wonderful producer. Thank Just you, Matt. So great. So great. Thank you again to my Thunder partner in crime, Miss Madison Morris. As always, couldn't do this without you. And Aww. then um, I'm not going to thank myself because <laughs> who, th- who thanked himself? Didn't someone thank himself in like a, a speech? Quinn and Williams. Uh, well, I mean, he, he blessed himself. I want like to, whenever he, he sneezed. He said, bless you. Thank I you. mean, after that orange bowl, I'd probably bless myself too. Like, oh, I mean, goodness. He needs me. to bless himself now because he's arrested. But Oh, Aww. darn it. Yeah, that's something you truly hate to see. Well, everybody, thank you so much. Brady Trantham here signing off on 107.7 The Franchise 1079 in Tulsa. The Thunder win 105-104 in Boston. See you on Wednesday.